on, Bear. Um, Harry, Harry, uh, are you driving in a car today? Hands free. Trying to do this podcast. I'm I'm driving hands free. Hands free, Barry. What is that like? Uh, is that like a self-driving vehicle you're in today? No, 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 no. I'm driving the vehicle, but I'm not holding my phone. I'm, 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 I'm driving. You know, I'm driving. Oh, did you hear that? Did you hear that big car out there? That was definitely that was actually not. A, that was actually an electric a Mercedes Benz. That was definitely no, that not. That was a motorcycle. Uh, that was a motorcycle that just passed me. But you know, I'm driving my big old diesel pickup truck. Oh, oh. Well, <clears throat> boy, we have a lot to catch up on. We do. And um, indeed, listen, I just wanted to say this for all of our listeners. You know, we we talk a lot and, you know, I even joked having taken the whole family and I don't want to make you cry. I'm not going to do this, but uh, we joke a lot about uh, uh, COVID sometimes. Uh, it's very serious. Our whole family had Omicron, but it, it you know, wasn't that bad. But um, uh, to our podcast listeners, uh, Harry's father uh, had moved to Greece a few years back and uh, passed away from uh, COVID a uh, little over a week ago. And uh, I think on behalf of uh, our firm, uh, our listeners, um, we send our condolences and our love to you and your family. This is um, this is real stuff. Thank you, Barry. And it's uh, it is real stuff. You know, it's it's hard. He was just here uh, and he had just been visiting. My father was a very young, 86 years old. And. Uh, he would listen to this podcast. He loved it. He loved when I would send it, uh, and and he'd listen in. He say, and he would even say to me, "I can't believe you know so much." Um, but uh, it's uh, it, it's this is really it's really a hard thing to kind of get your head around because you know I mean he had both shots. He had his booster. He ended up getting Delta. Uh, one of the, he got the Delta variant and. And, and passed away of COVID pneumonia. Um, so it's it's uh, the tragedy in all of this. And I'm just going to say this from my own uh, from my own place right now is that you know we've had two years of dealing with this pandemic, and the healthcare facilities, at least the one that my dad went to, is the definition of madness. You know, you're doing the same thing over and over again and getting the same result. It's astounding to me that we as a world, as a, as a, as a country and as a, as a world that has been dealing and struggling with this, has not set up center of excellence centers to do clinical trials on repurposing drugs that could be efficacious against this virus. Um, especially when the vaccine doesn't work for certain individuals. So that's, that's where I am. And I, I, I appreciate you calling it out and thank you all for the well wishes. And, and uh, you know, a lot of people sent flowers and, and, and other things. And, and thank you so much. I appreciate it. Well, I only know, I only know one word in uh, Greek. Uh, it's probably not appropriate. Opa. Uh, isn't that what they say when the cheese comes out on, 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 on that's fire? what, that's what, that's what they, 
That's what they say when there's excitement, Barry. That's true. Yes. All right. But but is there anything in in Greek that uh, you'd like to say before we move on to uh, what's going on? No, I I, I don't think there's anything, you know, other than, you know, I just, you know, to, to anybody, to anybody else out there that has experienced what I recently experienced, my heart goes out to you. I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, I really am. And I, I really um, identify and empathize with the anger that you must feel. So just leave it at that. Here, here. Amen. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm going to try and switch gears now and get back to the fact that you are driving around in a diesel truck in the Washington, D.C. area doing the podcast today. I'm a little nervous about this, but you do sound crystal clear. Uh, the only problem, Harry, is the fact that Washington, D.C. is anything less than crystal clear. Or is that anything? Well, it is anything less than crystal clear. It's it's. Um... Oh, I know we're a family show because the, 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 the terminology that I want to use is not appropriate. Um, but, uh, it's, 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 uh, it's silly, right? I mean, there, there's some, there's some craziness going on. Um, and, you know, to add to all of this, I mean, I know that the president still would like to see his build back better bill, um, coming in and out coming in and out mr harry but it's oh you're back you're back happen. we lost you we lost you i just oh, want to right? put you back oh, we lost, we lost so you for sorry. a second you said you, oh, you said just for our guest you know the president would like to re uh put out their build back america and build back better bill. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Build oh, back. Well, I, I know the I know the president would still like to see that happen, but the likelihood has become even less only hmm. because um, Senator Lujan of New Mexico suffered a stroke. Oh, that's right. That's uh, right. That would be. And, and now uh, you've got a Senate because Senator Lujan cannot travel. And look, our thoughts and prayers go out to Senator Lujan. Absolutely. He's a wonderful person. Wonderful person. Um, but, uh, you know, now the Senate is 50 seats Republican, 49 seats Democrat. Now, that's because so of the voting the, and the voting rules in the right. Senate are different than the House, if you could just explain. Well, cor- cor- correct. So Nancy Pelosi in the House has allowed uh, proxy voting, which means that members of the House don't necessarily need to be on the House floor to vote. Right. Uh, and that's highly unorthodox. Uh, but she instituted that uh, at, at the um, opening of the pandemic. The Senate has never succumbed to those rules. Mm, so in the Senate, right. you have to be on the Senate floor to vote. Period. That's right. I mean, I mean, we were so, talking about this. <clears throat> we were talking about this before, but I I, I, I recall um, uh, the late Senator Kennedy uh, who had brain cancer. He was flown to Washington, D.C., to cast a very important vote for the Affordable Care Act, um, because that's the only way that vote could be cast. So I guess what you're saying is that's still the way it works today in the Senate. That's that's correct. You have to be on you have to be present to vote. That's mm. correct. So so, so on, top, on top of this, 
we have yes, sir. we have a little a more than a little issue really we have a potentially very serious international issue uh going on in Ukraine um or on the border of Ukraine okay so how is that impacting uh, the status of healthcare legislation, spending bills, like what, what's, what's the flow through consequence there or where are we at, Harry? Well, we just did a stopgap spending bill to keep the lights on um, in the government. Uh, that's a short-term bill. Uh, so, I mean, right now it looks like we're doing a, an endless kick the can down the road um, in terms of spending, uh, that, that keeps things at the same levels, uh, obviously, uh, you know, with, with this situation going on in Ukraine right now, uh, you know, I've been talking to people here in DC, people in the intelligence community in D in DC, some are telling me that they think that, um, this situation in Ukraine, uh, is probably going to get worse at the tail end of the Olympics, which I don't know if you're watching the Olympics, Barry, I'm not watching the Olympics, um, but that's what they're saying. But then the question becomes, what will China do about Taiwan once Russia follows through in Ukraine? Mm -hmm. uh, so I think we've got a little bit of a mess on our hands here. So that's basically, I mean, that's really going to be front and center. And as before we smash the boards on uh, uh, the the midterms, because because uh, it, it it would be expected, Harry, that we will start seeing uh, the television ads for campaigns. What as 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 early as May. Sooner, June, maybe when even we, well, maybe even maybe even could be even earlier in some respects, Barry. Um, but yeah, I, I would say by the summer you're going to start seeing ads, and they're going to be plentiful, uh, and it's going to be very difficult, I think, for a lot of folks in the majority to kind of dig out right now where things are, uh, as you know, inflation 40 year high, uh, and it doesn't look like it's getting better. The supply chain has gotten worse, not better. And, you know, this is, uh, so I think that there's a lot of, we're not done with the pandemic, obviously that's, that's no. another one. Let's, let's, let's throw that in there. And then, you know, you got the mask mandates, the vaccine mandates, people are getting upset. You see what's going on in Canada right now in Ottawa with this trucker convoy that they're saying is probably going to spill over into the United States as well. Uh, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of pent up anger out there. Uh, that's, it's like a pressure cooker. It's, it's ready to explode. You know, and I got to go back to one thing important that you said about the uh, stopgap spending bill that I didn't, I didn't pause you yes, on. Uh, important to keep the uh, light bulbs on for the government. But my, my question is, do we know whether those are still incandescent light bulbs or are they fluorescent or have they moved to LED? So they're making that transition. I would say that there are probably some incandescent still there, mm. but mm -hmm. I would, I would, I would. I would say that it is it is really transferring to LED. Mm. 
Brilliant. So we would expect then to save some money in the United States, particularly in Congress, if we lowered the power bill as they move to LED yeah. bulbs, right? Okay. Do you Absolutely. think that that savings then can help balance the budget or not? Oh, that LED savings? Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Come on. Okay. I, I, I knew you would know the Can you hear the sarcasm in my voice? I know, I know, I know you knew the answer. Okay, all right. All right, see, folks, we are still working in little touches of craziness, notwithstanding the madness. Um, all right, no, 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay. You're so funny. Uh, health care, so health care legislation. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, I have seen a couple of uh, little pieces pop up. Okay. We saw this past week uh, that bipartisan legislation to change the Medicare telehealth benefit uh, has hit the floor. And for those of you yes, who those of you who follow telehealth, who've experienced it during COVID, uh, on the commercial well, care debated. side, it's being debated. Yeah. But I just want to back up. It's a being debated. Vis-a-vis vis Medicare, uh, uh, until COVID, telehealth services were limited to certain geographic areas, rural and health professional shortage areas, otherwise known as HIPSAs. As we went into COVID. Uh, the agency put a waiver in place and opened up the whole country uh, for telehealth. My family and I have benefited. I know many people. Harry, I'm not a Medicare beneficiary. I don't you know, don't have to go there, but uh, yet. Uh, but I but this has been an important expansion benefit. Do, do, you, do you see traction that this is that I this do. is going to move forward? Okay, I, I do see traction. It's bipartisan. I think um, in terms of telehealth, behavioral health, I think this is something that's on top of mind. I think a lot of members of Congress, uh, policymakers, regulators, get they, they do get it. They get it and they don't get it. Um, let, let's put it that way. It's still, it's still fuzzy for some. But I, I want to impress upon everybody, um, these numbers are starting to come out right now. And these are not necessarily healthcare numbers. These are actuarial numbers coming out from life insurance companies. And these life insurance companies, these actuarial numbers and these life insurance companies are seeing a 40% increase of mortalities since pre-COVID. And these are mortalities that are not COVID related. How's what that? is causing, and this is from 18 to 65-year-olds, life insurance companies, these actuarials at life insurance companies are seeing an increase, 40% increase in mortality. And these are non-COVID-related deaths. Well, that, I mean, the, the, what's the, 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 causing, the, number is, what, the number is staggering. It's staggering. It's staggering. staggering. But, 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 what but, is but putting, a, putting aside like what's causing it, you know, there have been people that have put off elective procedures we know that hospitals have not been able to take care of things that are even not elective, perhaps cancer screening, heart procedures, everything has had roll through consequences. But the what are the insurance companies uh, saying? Are they asking for support? 
Are they asking for changes to the healthcare system? Are they just no, pointing they, out the data? They're just pointing out the data. Mm. And this is really astounding to me because what, what is causing this? Is it the isolation? Is it depression? Is it suicide? Is it opioid use? What, what is caught? I mean, in, in any given year, Barry, 5% of a mortality increase is staggering. We're talking now 40%. At least mm. that's what that, you know, that's what this one report is saying. This is a, this is really um, cataclysmic. It's mm. this is catastrophe. That's an alarm um, bell. I think that's a big it's a total one. Alarm bell. That's a big and one. Th- where that's, where is, are we seeing that data? Like if we can direct folks, where are so you? So it came out, it came out of a, it came out of, I, I have one report out of an Indiana life insurance company. Um, and I can, I can send you that information there. Uh, but uh, it's, it's, it's out there. It hasn't been widely reported. Um, but I think you have enough members of Congress that are aware of this data that understand that we've got to do something to make sure that people are getting the proper health care and especially the proper behavioral health care. So, but so then just pause because we're talking telehealth, behavioral health. I think we're going to have some behavioral health folks on. There's so much stuff going on in behavioral health. Correct. But on the telehealth side of the equation, then I get, I, you know, what you're saying is that this, this gives, I mean, honestly, in a terrible way, but it gives uh, momentum to making sure that that benefit stays in place and does not get pulled back. After. That's right. Okay. Right. I, I always felt that as a practical matter, once you give, we talked about this, once you give a benefit to Medicare beneficiaries, um, whatever it is, because we're going to see the same thing on dental, optometry, hearing aid. Uh, uh, once you give that benefit out, it becomes very difficult to take it back off the table. What are, what are they going to say? Well, you've had telehealth, you've had dental, uh, you've had optometry for two and a half years. Now we're terminating that benefit. That That is a very right. difficult political position to take. Okay. Yeah. We've talked about that. So <clears throat> nothing, nothing guaranteed, but pause with me. That has come out of a spending bill. Uh, if that happens between now and the fall, uh, I guess it doesn't have to come out of a spending bill, Harry. You can explain, but no, it, like where it doesn't. So that could basically be a freestanding piece of legislation, as opposed to a spending bill. That does mean, and this is a test for all of our listeners. I wish I had him on the phone. What vote is necessary to approve legislation in the Senate? Do, 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 60. Do, do, do. All right. Well, Harry, you should but, know but, the but, answer. But, 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 I mean, it'd be 60, it'd be 60 to, you know, file cloture and, and, and move on. That's right. Yeah. But, but here's, here's, here's the thing. There's, there's a number of different ways for, you know, to extend this program. I mean, you know, the Congress every year does what's called Medicare extenders. Um, so, I mean, there, there are, there are, methods, vehicles, and packages that, that can be used so that, you know, you can get these things done. Right. And I think that, I think they will get done. And I think you are seeing bipartisan support 
in ensuring that these things are going to get done. Because I tell you, Barry, people are really hurting out there. I mean, this is this is no a doubt. really um, no doubt this is a really bad situation. And then you couple that with the inflationary costs. Um, you know, this is a really bad situation that's going on right now. Yeah, I I, I won't even tell you. The grocery bill the other day, my jaw dropped. I know. My, my wife and I turned to each other, and you know, you know, we're blessed, you know, to be able to spend the money. Uh, uh, but uh, I don't even recall buying anything really exotic at all. And you know, a, a, a trip was over five hundred dollars, and it's just the two of us. So yeah, no, it's, um, it's, it's, it is. It is uh, it is uh, remarkable um, in terms of what's happened, and uh, uh, but we don't need to go down the pathway of inflation. I I suspect uh, we're all feeling pain in different levels of of, of pain, and certainly at different income levels. Uh, this is this is a great challenge for us. Geez, Harry, we have. I mean, as I'm sitting here thinking about all the various pieces, and I know we want to dive into behavioral health and uh, uh, what 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 Congress is uh, doing there. Uh, I I I you know we sat we always sit down. Oops, 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 oops. I'm supposed to shut my own phone off. Apologize, guest. Uh, we always talk about like trying to look into a crystal ball. Uh, the ball keeps changing. The goal line keeps changing. That's right. It's, yeah. it's, and it's unfortunate. And, and, you know, it's, this is a real squeeze. And I think, again, to go back to that 40% issue, you know, people are really feeling the stress right now. And it's, this is not an easy time for anyone. Um, and, and certainly not the time to be partisan. This is certainly the time to be bipartisan um, and to, you know, make sure that we're doing everything we can to help people the best way we can. That's that's where we should be. Right. I, I uh, Bipartisan, tripartisan, quadpartisan, whatever is necessary right. to get some of this done. I want to make sure it's all out there. Um, uh, listen, I uh, you look absolutely great. I love your Thank sunglasses. You. I'd like your picture on the they website go, to uh, post them. The hair, right? yeah, I know you're they all go, you're all cleaned up. You finally you finally left the house. I know you're going to pick up I your daughter. Looks nice and sunny uh -huh. in Washington D.C. Uh, notwithstanding some of the doom and gloom things we're talking about, uh, uh, again, your father. Uh, we really just thank, thank you. you. Thank you guys for uh, joining us. And uh, we're going to, we're going to ride this roller coaster. It looks like all 2022. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a roller coaster. We all need to get off of. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, guys. Oh, right. oh Sinead, Sinead, Sinead. Oh, 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 we forgot to pull you in. Oh, she thought she was going to get away. She thought she was going to get away. Okay, Sinead, we're looking just for a little teeny tiny update in terms of audience participation. I realize that means no questions or you would have sent them. How are we doing? Okay. We're doing good. Our, our podcast with Ileana was our most listened one. So uh, thank you to Ileana and thank you guys for a great podcast. Oh, thank you. And thank you for your support. These wonderful microphones so, that you've sent us. Let me just tell you something on the Ileana podcast. I listened to it like 3,000 times. So it, maybe it's me. 
that that you're seeing all those numbers. I just can't stop listening to her. She's awesome. <laughs> I I I you know, I can't. My favorite to, part. I can't listen to our well, podcast. But I'm worried that I'll that be embarrassed podcast, by my singing. No, no, no. My favorite part of that podcast was that she had you speechless. Ah, and that is a rarity. Oh, that's true. That is true, my friend. She had I, I was, you speechless. I was a little stumped there. All right. So I understand. I understand on our next podcast, we're going to invite our colleague, Tim Perrin, uh, to be part of the podcast to talk about some behavioral health issues. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Tim's a fantastic guy. Uh, so I, at least I, I, I thought we talked about that. So yeah, that would be we'll great. Have, we'll have Tim uh, join us along. And uh, as always, thank you, Harry. Sinead, thank you. Thank you for your guidance and everybody be safe out there. We want to remind listeners that the choice of a lawyer and lobbyist is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertising. The information and discussions in this podcast do not constitute legal advice and listeners should consult legal counsel regarding their specific subject matter. Thank you for listening to Inside Law, a podcast produced by Polsonelli.